0: This is Doc Vader, the most powerful clinician in the galaxy. You are listening to the Inside the Boards podcast. The Force is moderately to severely strong with this one. Vader out. illness is not an indulgence which you should pay for. Nor is a crime for which you should be punished. For this conviction I would endanger my health. Shut right. Just consume great riches and must prevail. No, you won't see us participating in that game. Keep it twisted take on success. Welcome to the Inside the Boards podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer, so you can study smarter, not harder, and succeed in medical school. Welcome to the Inside the Boards podcast. I am Patrick Beeman, your host. Today, it's an audio blog entry. By Brian Radovansky, who has previously been on our show and provided a question breakdown there. This article is USMLE Step 1 and Step 2 CK Question Breakdown, 2 in 1 Edition. So here we go. As a treat today, we have a question that is quite pertinent for both Step 1 and Step 2 CK. A question like this could certainly appear on either test. Take a stab at it and get your learn on. An 83-year-old woman presents to the ED with very acute abdominal pain for the past hour. She recalls that it started almost exactly at 8:45 p.m. She has had similar pain in the past but never this intense. She has a past medical history of coronary artery disease with myocardial infarction 6 years ago, hyperlipidemia, hypertension, diabetes, and atrial fibrillation. She has never had surgery before. She denies any hematemesis or dark-colored stools. Her home medications include metoprolol, warfarin, simvastatin, and hydrochlorothiazide, as well as a few herbal supplements she cannot recall. She is somewhat noncompliant with her medications. The pain is rated as an 8 out of 10 in severity and is a dull abdominal ache without radiation. Vital signs are a heart rate of 110, Uh, blood pressure of 147 over 92, temperature of 99, respiratory rate of 22, and an oxygen saturation of 98% on room air. Physical examination is significant for diffuse abdominal pain with palpation. Previous evaluation of her pain during an ED visit five months prior showed no evidence of cholelithiasis. What test would be most likely to establish her diagnosis? A, chest x ray. B, abdominal CT angiography. C, right upper quadrant ultrasound. D, amylase, lipase, and LFTs. E, MRCP. Or F, an abdominal x ray. Like any question, we will start with the one liner and form a broad differential diagnosis from there let us never forget how much important information is contained in this first sentence. We've got an elderly woman indicating a very different set of medical problems than, say, a 35-year-old. She's presenting to the ED, very different than a routine office visit, and has acute abdominal pain, which has its own particular differential. What comes to mind for acute abdominal pain severe enough to warrant an ED visit in an older female patient, Let's go around the horn of abdominal organs. Pancreatitis? Perhaps. Gastritis or peptic ulcer disease? Definite possibility, though less likely with no blood in the GI tract. Acute hepatitis? Unlikely. Small bowel obstruction? Good chance, especially if she's had previous abdominal surgery, but she hasn't. Perforated viscous? Also a possibility. Ovarian pathology? Like a cyst? That's on there too appendicitis, not the classic age, but we'll keep it in mind. Gallbladder pathology, definitely could be, but her stone-free history makes it less likely. Let us not forget the possibility of a myocardial infarction presenting as abdominal pain. These classical non-chest pain presentations are more common in women and diabetics. That's relatively exhaustive, Abdominal pain is a tricky one just because the differential can be so broad. We will depend on the further information to start narrowing down to the answer. This poor patient has a laundry list of common medical problems. She has hypertension, hyperlipidemia, diabetes, coronary artery disease, and a previous MI. All of these conditions are likely wreaking havoc on her vasculature, She clearly has atherosclerotic disease as evidenced by her coronary artery disease and multiple risk factors for depositing plaque in blood vessels. Diabetes is infamous for causing micro and macrovascular damage. Hypertension beats up the intima with every beat of the heart, and hyperlipidemia provides the substrate for laying down tracts of plaques. Remember, that plaques in the coronaries often mean plaques in other important arteries throughout the body, including the splenic vasculature, carotids, femorals, and distal arteries of the legs. Did someone say claudication? We see that she has a virgin abdomen, making a small bowel obstruction secondary to adhesions less likely. As you may recall from your surgery clerkships, adhesions top the ranks of causes of small bowel obstruction, followed by hernia and malignancies. Moving on, let's review the med list. She's taken the usual cardiac patient cocktail of beta blocker, metoprolol, antihypertensive hydrochlorothiazide. Statin, simvastatin, and in her case, likely in the setting of the thrombogenic atrial fibrillation, she is also on warfarin. The herbal supplements are a real wild card, and depending on what they are, can interfere with liver cytochromes, making medications more or less effective, or can exhibit their own side effects. We also are given a history of noncompliance, a particularly unfortunate thing for a patient who is beta-blocked and anticoagulated. Lastly, her physical exam: severe, dull, non-radiating pain. She's tachycardic and hypertensive, a combination usually seen in patients suffering from pain. While she's tachypnic, saturations are fine. The abdominal exam is relatively non-specific. If anything, she doesn't have any focal tenderness in any quadrant or region. Now. As almost always, we must make a diagnosis and figure out which test will rule in or rule out said diagnosis. Vasculopathic, elderly lady, has a beat-up heart, non-compliant with anticoagulation, ergo prothrombotic, with acute abdominal pain after having similar chronic bouts of abdominal pain. Have you pieced it together? If not, Let's go through the answer choices one by one and reverse engineer what diagnoses might be served by each study. It's generally better to establish your own diagnosis, but as a backup plan, answer choices can serve as a starting point. So we'll take them in turn. Chest x ray. While we don't think anything pulmonary is going on, a chest x ray might reveal air under the diaphragm. This could be a sign of perforated viscous, but we don't really have a great story for a hole in an organ. There's no history of dilation, bleeding ulceration, or obstruction. Probably not super useful. Abdominal CT angiography. Vasculature imaging of the abdomen. This will give us a shot of the aorta, renal arteries, splanchnic arteries, the celiac SMA and IMA, and iliac femoral system. We know she has a history of atherosclerotic vessels, and on top of that, is at risk for clot formation. So we'll keep this one in mind. Right upper quadrant ultrasound, the classic imaging test for gallbladder pathology. The patient doesn't have any specific right upper quadrant pain, no history of biliary colic and no stones in a recent evaluation. While the pain pattern could match acute cholecystitis atop previous biliary colic, we would probably expect some complaint from the right upper quadrant. Amylase, lipase, and LFTs. Could we be looking at acute on chronic pancreatitis? Perhaps, but really don't have any history pointing us in that direction. Without history of gallstones, alcohol intake, new drugs, or scorpion bites, her pancreas is likely A-OK. Could an herbal supplement be causing it? Low likelihood, but always something to keep in mind. MRCP Evaluating her biliary tree with an MRCP would be useful if we suspected some sort of pathology like cholecystitis, cholidocolithiasis, or some autoimmune inflammation of the bile duct. But we have no reason to believe this. This patient's risk factors are more likely to cause other damage. Dominal X-ray These are great for detecting dilation or obstruction, neither of which we are expecting here. They should not be ordered for vague abdominal pain. All right, after surveying the choices, the most likely problem with this patient is acute mesenteric ischemia. Her poor anticoagulation and atrial fibrillation likely caused generation of a thrombus in the left atrium that embolized to an already narrowed atherosclerotic lumen of the splanchnic arteries. This explains the hyperacute nature of the abdominal pain. Now, if the stem included, quote, pain out of proportion to exam, it would be much too simple. Keep this relatively rarer disease etiology in mind when confronted with an older vasculopathic patient. Arterial embolism generally causes severe pain very quickly as we see in her case, keep those differentials broad and work systematically. It is then that the answer will find you. All right, there's our audio blog entry. Thanks to Dr. Radovansky. Check out the link in the show notes to uh, read this article on Med School Tutor's website. And we'll be back with another entry in the audio blog series next week. Thanks to Rao Reynolds and Enter Shikari for letting us use the track. Anesthetist off the 2015 album, The Mind Sweep. We'll see you back next week for some more high yield learning.